Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity, who asked us to say it is fun and cool to punch a Nazi. Enjoy the show. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This is Friendshipping. And the theme this week is... Friendshipping during interesting political times. Or baby's first outrage. (laughs) Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. I'm really excited to do this episode, Jen. I'm getting there. (laughs) I think you're wearing the right uh, and appropriate sweatshirt for it. I am. It. I'm wearing my sweatshirt that says My Black, My Hood, My City. And it's a nonprofit organization in Chicago that helps children go to other parts of the city they wouldn't normally get to go. And it opens up, like, you know, all the terrible segregation border walls that are in place in the city. And uh, my personal favorite person in the world, Chance the Rapper, is part of it. So, yeah. <laughs> So I've only heard like one song by Chance the Rapper, and he's also my favorite person in the world because Jen <laughs> has has talked him up so much. Uh, Jen, I want you to make me a mixtape of Chancey. I would love to. I love him. I love his little face. He's so cute. He's so cute. And smart, and he's just great. I saw a billboard with his cute little Chancey face on oh, it. you did? Where? I don't remember. Oh, it was by, um, so when you know when you're on Elston and you're driving towards the Wendy's where everybody gets their shitty food? Yes. That's where. Oh, that's awesome. It's by that Wendy's. How have I not seen that? That's like just like a mile north of here. You know what? I might be completely wrong as to where this billboard is, but keep your eyes on the lookout I for Chancey's little Chancey face. I will. I love him. I want to adopt him. Is he like 22? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm going to look up real quick. Let's find out how old he is, because if he's under 25, that means I can adopt him as my son I, uh, Yeah, that's, my other that's children. legal. He is 23 years old. Okay. He's my son. <laughs> <laughs> I have adopted him, and he is, he is I'm going to raise him right <laughs> okay weirdo okay <laughs> just to be clear trin does this to everyone under the age of 25 i do i just feel like i would be a great mom to these adults because they've already raised themselves <laughs> that's true yeah, yeah you have to do not too I don't much have work to do anything yeah that's yeah. amazing i just have to provide like a box of lucky charms some pocky and you like, could just sit in the front row of chances concerts and just scream and clap and cry for him all i want to do is tell him he's doing a great job yeah i want to go to all the swim meets <laughs> i want to go to all the chance the rapper swim meets and tell him he's doing a great job You're doing great honey i can't even be attracted to anybody under the age of 25 anymore it is well. It's weird because I think that too, but I am attracted to Chance the Rapper. So oh yeah, yeah. But so, you're like 19. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I just turned 19, Trin. So it's not that weird. Yeah, you just turned 19 for like the third time in a row. <laughs> you're very used to being 19. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting pretty good at it. You're great at it, in my opinion. But like, no, you know what? I take it back. I think like anybody under the age of like 35, which is older than me. How old is your boyfriend? He's 31. Okay. So he's a baby. Yeah. He needs to be taken care of. (laughs) The problem is, so he's got a giant beard. That's the thing. Maybe that's why I'm attracted to beards is because they need to look like dads. Oh, that's definitely why I'm attracted to beards. Yeah, no, it is. (laughs) Without a doubt. This is, has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I'm going to make it happen right now. Okay, do do the transition. transition. So speaking of beards. Okay. Abraham Lincoln also had a very uh, distinguished and unique beard, which brings to the topic of politics. And yeah, it 
it does yeah we're here now here here's another everything is political even beards even beards so now i want to talk about abraham lincoln's beard go for it real quick he doesn't have a mustache but he had a beard yes why i can you imagine waking up in the morning every day and just shaving shaving your your mustache mustache. (laughs) that's it can you imagine waking up every day and shaving your beard and leaving the mustache that is even weirder to me that's even stranger yeah what if there's a like on, there's an alternate reality, like Earth 2 or Earth 3, where Abraham Lincoln had a mustache instead of a beard. I'm fucked up over this. <laughs> what, what in history, like, what would the butterfly effect be in history <laughs> if Abraham Lincoln had a mustache instead of that beard? And, like, what if you wore, like, a different hat? Like, you, you know, know his top hat? I know what, it, what the change oh, would be. What, what? So, it would be Hitler and Abraham Lincoln's facial hair would be flipped. Oh, my God. Yeah. No hipsters would have beards anymore because that would be like, why do you have a Hitler beard? Right. They would oh have a God. Abraham Lincoln mustache. I think we've really hit on something important and interesting here. Yeah, this fucked me up real good. I need to take a walk. <laughs> Let's come back to this podcast okay. later. I'll be back later. Oh, thanks for coming back, Jen. It's okay, been yeah. it's been 20 minutes. I'm back. I yeah. edited out the silence where Jen was gone. It's kind of cold out. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. I mean, it's January. It's February, excuse me, it is February. in Chicago. Jen, now that you're back and you've had some exercise, would you mind reading the first question that we have today? I'd be happy to. Oh, and before you do, what I would love to do is give a little content warning to people that today's episode is going to revolve around the political situation today. We believe that you should take care of yourself, and if you're trying to unplug from politics for a little while, I would say come back to this episode later. Maybe listen to a couple of our pep talk episodes. We believe that you should take care of you, number one. Jen? First question. My friends closely monitor current events via Twitter and news outlets. I try to make my voice heard where it counts and to educate myself, but I also try to stay mindful of how much I can actually handle. I now worry I'm not woke enough for my friends somehow and dread their yet imagined resentment. So I think that this person probably mirrors a lot of people's uh, interior brains lately similar anxieties among probably a lot of people right now tons of people my first thought was you probably are woke enough for your friends if you're worrying about this your heart is in the right place which like don't get me wrong having your heart in the right place right now is not enough for a lot of people i agree um you can't just like want things to be better like or desire your friends to be safer and happier you people require action right now understandably but here's the thing you said you are trying and you're educating yourself and making your voice heard when it counts. So you're not on the sidelines here. Right. And also, I feel like the friends would have ditched this person by now if they sucked. Yeah. If you if you sucked or if you weren't woke enough for your friends, they probably they'd probably ditch you by now. Like, yeah, <laughs> that, no, that's I what agree. we're dealing with. Like, I don't feel like this person is on the, the wrong side of history or something like that. You know, um, it's not like we're friends despite the fact that we disagree or something like that, because that's not really the root of it of the problems in the world right now it's we have some bad shit going on and this person clearly recognizes that and so do their friends yeah it's not like we're gonna each of us sit behind podiums excuse me lecterns those things people stand behind are actually called lecterns thank you i'm the worst person i know okay (laughs) so you're not gonna like debate your friends over some stuff right now right things that are happening in the world are not really up for debate 
Right. <laughs> so you're not coming from a place of disagreement, of debate. You're coming from a place of, am I doing enough? Do they? Also, that's insecurity, right? Like yeah. the root of the issue is the insecurity. Before we dive into the insecurity, which I definitely agree with you, Jen, that's the main problem here. Let's talk a little bit about what woke is and what yeah, wokeness good is. Idea. When people describe other people or themselves, which is kind of strange when they describe themselves uh, as woke, what they mean is it, it's a it's a term that we're that we're refers to how you're waking up from the patriarchal, racist, xenophobic society. Kiriarchy. Yeah. You're waking and you can never go back to sleep now that you can't unknow this behavior. Right. You're aware. It's awareness. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. And I feel like people will ascribe this term to other people, which is, I think, good. Like saying, oh, this person is is woke. Like I can I can uh, relate to them. We are on the same level. Um, we re- we reject the same kiriarchal, uh society. Um, but when they describe it to themselves, it's kind of like saying, I'm an ally. You should trust me. It's something that other people should should describe to you. That's a really good point. I didn't think about that. Like you really don't know how woke you are. And you shouldn't try. If you're a white person, <laughs> you should not be like, I am very woke about this. I'm woke AF. You're not. <laughs> you're probably not. Don't get me wrong. There are some amazing white people that do the fucking work in this world. And I'm trying to be one of them. But here's the thing. Like, this is not a pat on the back moment in society. Right. This is a how can I be better moment? Like, yeah. how can I learn? And I'm glad you mentioned education in your like, how can I educate myself to be more woke? But I don't think you should be measuring yourself by how woke you are. Because you will never be perfect. We live in a problematic world. And if you're, you will never wake up, at least I hope not, you will never wake up and be like, I did it. Yeah. I'm the perfect feminist now. I'm perfectly <laughs> intersectional. There is no one I'm leaving behind. That's just not possible. Because, like, of the way you were raised in society or your own baggage, like, you will always have to do the work. But don't give up. I think it's really great that this person has friends that they would consider woke. That's, I think, what's important is to surround yourself with people who you feel know more than you do and that you will learn from because you're not complacent. So if there's one thing that we would say do give yourself a pat on the back for is that you are trying and you have friends who can teach you a thing or two. Um, I want to go back to what Jen said about insecurity, because I think that that's really the root of, of what's happening here. We would treat this insecurity the way that we would treat any other insecurity. If you were insecure about your appearance, we would say, let's research some haircuts. Let's see if maybe you'll feel better uh, if you put a little streak of purple in there or something like that. Um, so the same thing applies here. If you feel like you would like to get a better education, um, maybe seek out some new people to follow on Twitter. Make sure you're following your Black Lives Matter movement that's in your area. Um, Make sure that you are keeping up to date as best you can without uh, getting yourself into some kind of like outrage exhaustion. Um, But yeah, we we would treat that exactly the way that we would treat. I don't feel like I have good enough biceps. Maybe I should ask Jen about what kind of reps she's been doing lately. We can examine your push-up form, see how it's going. Maybe, Maybe try out some new exercises. Right. Yeah. And we're not saying go to your friends and ask a million questions. Um, although your friends, I can only assume, would love to hear you out. To be honest, they're your buddies. Do your own self-education as best you can and then come to your friends with educated questions that you couldn't answer on your own. I always like Trin's advice, which is not saying, let me know how I can help. I like literally offering what you can do. 
hey, I can drive you to the next protest or I have extra post aboard. Can I drop it off? Like that kind of thing. Like literally offer the big and small things that you can to support your friends because they sound great. But so do you. They're your friends. I mean, they're your friends. They're your friends. You know that like that silly saying that I never really believed until recently that was like, you shouldn't be the smartest person in the room. And I was like, well, what if I already am? No, I'm just <laughs> No, uh, it was it's more like who cares about who's smart? I right. don't care if I'm my friends went to Yale. Like, I don't give a shit. I measure them how kind and thoughtful they are. But if smartness equals like emotionally intelligent and I guess to borrow the phrase wokeness, then, you know, you're kind of on the right track. Like you don't want to be the only person in the room that's thinking about the social issues of our day. And you're not. And that's very cool. Yeah. I like this person and I would be their friend, in my opinion. They feel a, very, a little bit Hufflepuff to me. Oh, yeah. I feel like they're going to go uh, to the protest or they're going to go to the rally and they're going to have like the extra phone chargers in their bag and like muffins for everybody. That's lovely. I really uh, I, I think that they're probably pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, I feel like we've wrapped it up with if you feel insecure, attack your own insecurity. Educate yourself as best as you can to feel good good about where you're at uh make sure that you're not projecting this insecurity on other people and having them validate you don't be like hey buddy am i doing okay on a scale of of one to woke where am i at am i like super woke or super duper woke like extra hella woke how great did i do today was i super super excellent good did i make you feel better by just being near you is my aura of wokeness just like (laughs) <laughs> now I'm picturing... Ro- okay, you know what? I'm going to cut that bit because this is what was happening. I was thinking about World of Warcraft and I was thinking about uh, like a woke paladin like giving their um, shield of protection on somebody else and being like, you are woke now. You are not cutting that bit. I forbid it. Oh, fuck. Jen, I'm putting my foot down. You know I have to listen to you. <laughs> it's true. I'm the boss. <laughs> <sighs> Damn right. Should we go to question two? How yeah, are we feeling? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So um, I also want to like say again, high five to this person for examining themselves. Meta thinking. Meta thinking. Thinking about why you are thinking the way that you are thinking. Keep it up. Oh, wait. You know what? That's a super good point because they're not like, why aren't my friends congratulating me on being woke? Right. Yeah. Th- now that I think about it. Yeah. The reverse of this question is like ugly. Yes. But the way they are thinking about it is not ugly at all. It's very positive. Am I enough for my friends? That's a beautiful way to start hufflepuff hufflepuff awful stuff yeah. question two <laughs> i just i like both of these questions today i'm a white dude <laughs> i really like that they're starting off with i'm a white dude because it gives us context important context i'm a white dude my good friend is super politically active and angry in a great way he's affected by politics in a way that i am not and most of the time i appreciate his perspective and his commentary but I really need to turn off sometimes. I can't be mad constantly. This is new to me. How can I politely ask him to turn it off around me without sounding like I don't care? In parentheses, I do care. How can I keep myself from getting so bummed out that I can't even listen? So this is about outrage fatigue, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's like 13 days into this new administration or lack thereof (laughs) Um, we can't exhaust ourselves yet right you're not wrong to feel exhausted things were moving fast in the last couple weeks and this person they said in the first sentence i'm a white dude so this is their first outrage i assume baby's first outrage fatigue yay welcome to the party welcome to the anger place people of color have been enraged by this their entire lives 
And it's not like the country is suddenly messed up. We elected the guy. This was forever in the making. I think that we have a, a place to put these angry feelings now. Like now it's like up in the mainstream. Yeah. Jen and I, we are white and cis, both of us. Uh, and so we've had to do um, some educating of our own selves lately as well. I mean, we were not perfect at this at all and still aren't and they're still learning. So we're coming at this from a place of, hey, we've been there. We've taken the baby steps to do the work and do the education. You're not alone in this. You're not alone in feeling like, hey, I just walked into the party and I forgot to bring uh, the snacks for everybody to share. And it's a potluck. Oh, fuck. And I'm exhausted and I need a Red Bull. Yes. Yeah. So, Jen, speaking of Red Bull. Yeah. What's your number one piece of advice? Okay. If you're experiencing outrage fatigue or any kind of fatigue, please get sleep. Sleep. Oh, my God. Sleep. My number one piece of advice for all matter of ills is protect your sleep. I guard my sleep like a wolf because if I am in sleep debt, the first thing to go for me is my emotional responses. Like I am impatient and I'm sad. Like I get depressed when I'm tired. It's just like how my brain works. And it took me a long time to figure figure it out that sleep is the most important thing to me. And I know like taking naps is not going to fix the country. Right. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I know that. <laughs> no, we, we both are aware that yeah. we're, we're attacking the problem from the interior of the asker and then yeah. we're going to the exterior. So stick with us. Yes, yes, yes. We're moving out, outwards. Outwards. Okay. What I'm saying is I am hearing from everyone I know right now about how hard it is to get to sleep. And I'm not a doctor, so I can't be like, take this or, you know, have your melatonin or whatever. I cannot, I don't think I can even legally do that. But (laughs) whatever you need to do to get to sleep that's, you know, safe and doesn't harm you, please do it. Like, if you can talk to a doctor, do it. If you, uh, I don't even know, just like, please do what you need to do to get to bed. (laughs) Yeah. And actually, I wanted to talk about the other side of this. So last night I was actually super bummed out uh, and my cats could tell. Which was really cute. Uh, And I didn't get any sleep last night because my orange disaster cat kept mashing his face into my mouth because he wanted smooches. (laughs) And he was just purring and loving me like all night. And that's actually what I needed. Yeah. Like I needed a good like eight hour cuddle, which is what I got. So what we're saying is take care of your physical needs while you are mentally exhausted, regardless of what those physical needs are. Have a fucking snack, dude. Please, please eat and sleep. Because you cannot do anything well until you take care of those things. Right. Next is seek out the wins. I love this piece of advice. I'm starting to follow it, too. It's helping. Yeah. When you're on Twitter, when you're on any social media or on the news, your brain is going to pick up the stuff that sucks first. It's just like how when you go to sleep and you have a dream, you'll remember the nightmares more because they emotionally affect you more. So the things that are neutral or are just kind of good, like you're not going to remember that shit. So you have to like really hammer home, hey... We won on this. Hey, think about every lawyer that showed up at our airports to help out uh, people who weren't let back into the country. Every time we organize, every time we keep the phones ringing so hard that it freaks out our officials, which is what is happening right now. That's a win. That is a win. Absorb the wins. Let yourself feel a win. Exactly, Trin, what you were saying about like you feel the bad way more than you feel the good. Mm-hmm. And like I understand because there's so much bad news right now. You can remember every nasty thing someone said to you, but like you'll forget the compliments your friends give you immediately. Yes. It's the same thing. It's the same. Seek out the wins and just let yourself feel them for a couple minutes at least. The thing that got me the other night smiling and feeling like, oh my God, is uh, it's such a small thing. But all the restaurants in Chicago that sent like sandwiches and coffee to the lawyers at the airport, yes. I was like, 
that is amazing. It is. Metropolis Coffee. I'm not a brand ambassador for Metropolis, by the way. They didn't pay me to say this, but they <laughs> tweeted at the ACLU like, hey, coffee coming at 6 p.m. because no person is illegal. That is an example of using the tools you have. And the tools they had were Twitter and coffee. <laughs> and I love that. I love that, too. Oh, God, I really, I really, really do love that. I mean, we're not saying don't feel bad because a certain amount of bad feelings can cause you to act. Like discomfort can be a really good thing. Don't like drown yourself in happiness and snugs and puppies uh, all the time because some things do suck. But the thing is, is that your bad feelings are only useful when they cause you to act. If your bad feelings leave you on the floor crying, that's not useful anymore. That is just making you feel bad and having no other positive effect. And they're pointless. So you can stop doing it. That's really smart. Thank you. Take your discomfort and turn it into action. And if your discomfort turns you to inaction, then your discomfort is being a little shit. It's too much. It's time to get rid of it. Yep. So having said all that, so how to take care of yourself, how to feel a little bit better, it is not up to you to place your conversational boundaries on others. So your first question, like how can I get him to tone it down, whatever, it's actually up to you to remove yourself from the situation and give that conversation up to the people who need to have it. So whatever words you have in your head, in your vocabulary of, oh, this is bumming me out, or can we please talk about something else? Um, that's not going to be your call. Um, because for a lot of people in this country, day-to-day -day life and survival bums them out. Um, so let them have that conversation just maybe just remove yourself we can't tell you to police conversations right now like it's just not i mean you said that you're a white dude right you can't tell a, a group of people to be like hey can we just relax today can we just like not right now they need to people need to so i like the advice of if you're exhausted and it's like driving you into the ground to hear about it again remove yourself yeah it the problem is you and that's not, we're not saying you were an awful person. We're saying that you would be the uh, outlier here. Right. And you can make places that are apolitical. And some people actually really need those to keep the energy up. To like recharge. Yes. So if you want to throw a Mario Kart party where we pretend it's 2013 and everybody has snacks and we chill, do that. You can put a boundary on this is recharge time. And if you start it out like that, then that is something that you can say Actually, right now, this is this is for relaxing. But if you didn't make that space and if you didn't start that conversation, then changing the topic isn't up to you. State from the get-go. I want to eat pancakes with my friends for two hours on a Sunday morning. And then after that, we can go back to the real world. Oh, if when you make these spaces, when you make these events, if you do, don't do them during protests. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and as an alternative to the rally that's yeah, happening. Don't do that. No, don't do yeah. that. <laughs> You're not going to come up with, what is it called, Trin? Like, alternate entertainment? Oh, counter-programming. Don't, don't no do counter-programming. Counter no. The mm -hmm. counter-programming, if you need to do that, is to drop off poster board and then take a bath. Okay acceptable but you're not like hey everyone come over let's just like not think about it yeah no 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 no, no, no. and i understand where this person is coming from because again baby's first outrage you know like this is the first time for a lot of people unfortunately that we've really felt the effects of like the shit that's happening politically and this yeah. is the first time we're feeling like we're activating i'd get a lot of hope from that there's a very sad side to that like why did it take us so so long but again seek out the wins look at all these people that care yeah yeah and i wanted to mention this um specifically because hey you're white i'm white let's talk about something else that might help you out while you're feeling this outrage fatigue you may start taking things personally 
So, for example, this is just an example from my life. Um, when I went to the Women's March, uh, I saw a white woman holding a sign that said Yas Queen, which is cultural appropriation. That is a phrase that is used by women of color, and we should not uh, be taking it, uh, especially in a political situation, I feel. Obviously, like that, there were some backlash. So if you were following along, along on the news or on Twitter, people were saying, oh, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong, which is true. Don't take that personally. You're going to make mistakes. You're going. You're a little toddler. You're going to fall over onto the ground and skin your knee. Okay. Part of participating in this means you will mess up. Prepare yourself to mess up. It's really hard to not take things personally, especially when somebody says, "Hey, don't take this personally." But <laughs> hey, don't be offended. But that's going to be part of your exhaustion and going to be part of your learning curve. I'm hoping for your sake and for everyone else's sake, that you can stay aware of these problems and adjust without adding self-blame to your outrage fatigue. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that's really important because you can't do a hard sprint for a week and then knock yourself out for, for two months and not look at the news. Right. I mean, I would hope not. I hope you understand that like we need you in the fight. Yeah. And being in the fight means at, at times you will slip up. Like we said in the earlier question, there is no perfect, unproblematic, woke person. Least of all, someone like me who is new to the fight. We have a lot of faith in you. Uh, if you keep your ears open, keep your eyes open, uh, take cues from other people. Don't jump in front of the camera at a rally. Let <laughs> let the organizers do that. I wonder if you're speaking from personal experience. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Trin organized a rally. I did. I, well, I organized a small protest at, at Pac South. <laughs> I feel like I don't want to complain about that guy, though. I could see why you wouldn't want to mention someone's bad behavior at the rally, which overall is a very positive, amazing thing you did. It's just like we were saying, like, seek out the wins. The win was you put together a protest that got press and attention, and you and you and it was a display of solidarity in a space that doesn't that needs it. Yeah. But something funny did happen. We it was really great. Um, I organized a, a, sh a little protest. We walked from Peck South, which is a gaming expo in San Antonio. We walked to a senator's office and did some rallying. It was great. Um, and then we met up with a larger rally uh, at the I think the, the Capitol building in San Antonio. Uh, and just one of the dudes who protested with us got on camera with like the rally, which was really strange because like jumped in front of the camera. And it, what was so was weird about it is that. I, as a rally organizer, would not have gotten on camera. I would have actually handed it over to one of the people who organized the larger rally. So yeah. somebody who was so tangential <laughs> to the process. It was Pat Rothis, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> Pat no. was so cool. Pat would never do that. Pat was really great. That's another, just, just a side note. Um, when you are protesting, protesting is important. And don't let anybody tell you that it's not important to show your solidarity and to make a fuss because people are listening, okay? Yeah. Your side is listening and getting energy from it and their side is listening and being like oh shit maybe we fucked up about it but it's not about you it's about the group yeah and it's about uh the people who need to be uplifted and very specifically us white people it's not about us yeah. like yes yeah. so it's about mind yourself mind yourself also when you go to a protest you're representing all the people that can't go to the protest that want to be there right right so behave yourself yeah and by behave yourself i don't mean like stand in line and don't yell I mean, take cues from the people that have been doing this their entire lives. That's what I mean. Yeah. I love how this just turned into a gripe session about like the shit we've seen people do. But it's necessary. It is necessary. It I is. like that we provided two examples of some things that are 
not great. Yeah. I feel better also. I feel better too. I hope you guys feel better. Yeah. Maybe worse, maybe better. It's no. Well, here's the thing. I, I So our take is, and we, Jen and I talk about this all the time, is that we have hope that we see people activating. The fact that we got these two questions at all and other political questions, honestly, and p- questions from people who are like, how can I support um, that we didn't address today because um, we felt like these two were the most um, common. Right. Um, that gives us hope. You know, we see people communicating and listening to each other and doing the work. We just generally right now, even when it's so hard, have faith in human beings. And we would not have faith if we saw people giving up. We would have so much less faith if, if these questions didn't come into our asshole. You know, we wouldn't have hope if we weren't all coming together. So we are. And this, I think, if anything, try to not give up, <laughs> you know, try to keep learning, try to try to keep yourself in the game and, and try to keep from dividing from your friends uh, and, and taking things personally and taking things to heart is something that can that can make you divide. It's up to us, the privileged to keep us together. It is. The onus is on us. Yeah. Take some time off of Twitter. Keep yourself in the game for the long haul. Like Jen said, it's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And Jen and I are going to be right there with you. Yeah, we are. Speaking of Jen, I have to read your great Wait, tweets. can I read a tweet too? Yeah, yeah, you can. Okay. I'm, while you do that, I'm going to look up the tweet that I love of yours. Her name is Aisha. And she's at A-Y-E-S-H-A, capital A, S-I-D-D-I-Q-I. She's my favorite writer. Um, she runs... Uh, a news network called New Inquiry. And she said, you make political choices every day. Elections are not the only vessel of your political will. How you treat people is a politics too. What effect do you have on the spaces you're in? (laughs) On timelines, in homes, in the street. And I would like to uh, quote my favorite writer at Jen Dangerous on Twitter. Two N's if you'd like to follow her. Don't forget the second N. The second N stands for nasty woman. (laughs) Uh, And this is a series of three tweets from January 23rd that I continuously unretweet so I could retweet again. So sweet. Whenever whenever I get that notification, I'm like, oh, Trin's up. (laughs) Trin's up. It's like 9 a.m. and my phone's buzzing. I'm like, oh, Trin's on Twitter, you guys. Trin's on Twitter and needs this. (laughs) Uh, So three tweets. Take a break from Twitter and the news if your health demands it. This is a marathon, not a sprint. We need you in the fight, but we also need you to be able to fight. If you feel bad for taking time off, think of it this way. Taking care of yourself is a revolutionary act and an act of resistance. And then Molly Lewis replied, Molly 23, 23. Molly 23, she replied, it is a refusal to be ground down. If you're getting ground down, that means the other side's winning. So grind yourself back up again. Yeah. Sharpen yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a knife. Right. Like cause so so like a, a shitty rough surface can grind you, but it can also make you sharper and more dangerous. Oh my god, I love this metaphor. I just got goosebumps. So let's let's become knives. Love it. <laughs> All right. Has this been friendshipping? Yes, yeah, sure has. Gosh. I feel better. I feel better too. And I hope that everybody else feels a little bit better. Tiny, tiny iota, a little bit uplifted. Yeah. That'd and if you great. if you have any questions about this or anything else, um, jam them right in our ask hole at ask.fm slash do friendship. If you actually have anything, any follow up from this episode, anything you want to add, we'd love to hear that too. Um, our ask hole is not just for questions. It's also for commentary. We love hearing from people. You can also follow us on Twitter at do friendship. And uh, on February 
12? 11. Uh, February 11th. 11th, yeah. Uh, at Talia Hall. It's very, very fun day with Maximum Fun. I believe we're going on stage at noon. And if you'd like to see us, you can uh, you can do that. Thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. Your friendship at the problem.